Hello and welcome to What's the Story Ghost? I'm your host, Annette. And I'm Stephen. And today we are on episode 18. Stephen. Annette. Have you ever heard of Robert the Doll? Now, last week you asked me, have I ever heard of Transylvania Hotel <laughs> Telegram? Whatever the name of that place. Now, I just realised that's the first time I've tried to say it. And I said, no, because you haven't told me the story yet. Okay, okay. So ask me this at the end of the episode. Have you ever heard of Robert the Doll? No. That's all you had to say. You didn't need to be so sassy about it. Yes, I did. So today we are going to discuss Robert the Doll. Should we crack on? Sure, let's crack on. There's something about a story from the early 1900s that just has something extra. As my mum would say, a little bit of je ne sais quoi. Before YouTube, Instagram or televised ghost hunter programs, legends were born from rumours and gossip and essentially no verified facts at all. We all know I love these kinds of stories because there's no way to know what's real and what's not. It's fair to say that Florida's Key West is well known for being haunted, so of course this story fits right in. Robert Eugene Otto, or Gene as he was nicknamed, was born October 25th, 1900 in Key West to affluent and well-traveled parents, and he had two older brothers. They lived in a beautiful home on the corner of Simonton and Eaton in a vast house that still stands today. There are clashing stories as to how Jean came to own the doll we're about to talk about, so let's discuss two opposite side of the coin variations of the tale. One story is that the doll was a gift from Jean's grandfather, who bought it during a trip to Germany, and the other is a more egregious account. The second story goes that as the family home was quite large, it required a decent sized staff. Among the staff was a maid, either African American or Jamaican who was suspected of participating in voodoo and was quickly fired after being caught. Feeling cheated by her employer, the maid gave then six-year-old Jean a doll as a gift before she left, neglecting to mention that this doll was cursed. Jean took an instant liking to the doll and gave him his own first name, Robert. Being so small himself, it was like having a real-life best friend as the doll stood three feet tall and bore a striking resemblance to a young child. Robert was not a mass-produced item meant to be a toy for children everywhere. Instead, he was a one-of-a-kind item meant to be part of a window display of clowns and jesters for the Steph Company. Originally, Robert the doll would have been dressed and painted like a jester. However, Jean, along with his first name, gave Robert his clothes. A sailor outfit Robert the doll still wears to this day. As time progressed, Jean carried Robert everywhere with him, which was no easy feat as Robert was about the same size as Jean. Because of this attachment, it's said that a lot of emotional energy was placed upon the doll during Jean's formative years. But it's also said that young Jean would shift blame when he misbehaved as a child, pointing to the doll and saying, I didn't do it, Robert did it. But his parents put this down to their child having one of his frequent tantrums. Jean's mother would often hear him playing and whispering to Robert, which was entirely normal given his age. Though she originally assumed Jean was doing both voices, she would later come to question her assumption about this when a deeper voice than Jean's was heard answering him back. Jean also talked about Robert in the first person as if he were a real-life boy, 
It was said that the doll had some kind of hold over Jean and loud, violent commotions would be heard coming from his bedroom on an almost nightly basis. Upon entering the bedroom to check on him, Jean's parents would be greeted with the sight of overturned furniture and toys torn apart. Jean would be found huddled on his bed, absolutely terrified. But stories of Robert the doll moving by himself proved to be too disturbing for Jean's aunt, who then quickly banished the doll to the attic. Coincidentally, she died suddenly that night. Jean built Robert his own room in the attic, complete with furniture and other small toys meant for Robert, including the little dog that Robert is still holding today. Despite his banishment, the family were said to hear Robert the doll moving around, not just the attic, but around the upstairs portions of the house. His footsteps were heard echoing throughout areas of the property that were completely empty, and he was said to giggle in the middle of the night. Servants arrived and left just as quickly due to odd happenings, strange enough to make them leave. Jean went on to become a celebrated artist, studying art in major cities like Chicago, New York and Paris. While he studied at the Sorbonne, he met the woman who would eventually become his wife in 1930, Annette Parker. One would think that Jean would leave behind his childhood doll as most adults would, but no, sorry Anne. Despite all the supposed terror inflicted on him by Robert, Jean kept his lifelike doll friend well into adulthood. Robert was kept propped up in the window of the home. It said that Anne detested the doll, and again he was banished to the attic. But Robert the doll didn't like the attic, and once more he was said to have placed demands on Jean, requesting to be moved to the turret room. This became the room in the house most used by Jean to paint, as he said the lighting was more favourable there. One day Anne saw children outside the property, looking up at the turret window where Robert and Jean often were. They would shout and scream that it had moved. Assuming that Jean was having fun, she thought nothing of it. However, when asked, Jean replied that not only had he not touched the doll, but he hadn't even been in the room at the time. At that moment, Anne swore she saw the doll change expression, almost as if he was amused with himself. From that day on, Anne had no love for the doll. Jean, Anne and Robert all lived in the house for 40 years. Jean designed the gallery at the Fort Eats Martello Museum in 1951 and had plans to make his own home a museum, though this dream would never be realised, as sadly he died in 1974. Anne made sure Robert the doll was locked in a cedar chest in the attic not long after Jean passed. Anne then moved back to Boston until she died two years later. Robert remained in the house living with the new homeowners until 1978 when the artist house was bought and renovated as a quaint little bed and breakfast. Myrtle Ruther purchased the artist house and also became Robert's new caretaker. In the attic, guests reported hearing footsteps and giggling. Some claimed Robert's face would change when anyone badmouthed Jean in his presence. Myrtle and Robert would move around, sorry. Myrtle said Robert would move around the house on his own and after 20 years of his antics, she donated him to the museum. Robert is now 117 years old and lives in the Fort East Martello Museum in a glass display case, which was donated by someone who is a big fan of Robert's. He even has fan mail, up to three letters a day the letters he receives are from previous visitors to the museum, 
attributing post-visit misfortunes to failing to respect Robert, so the letters he receives are apologies, begging forgiveness. You see, Robert doesn't like it when his picture is taken, so you must ask permission, but some pay no heed to the warning. People who disrespect Robert the doll report days, weeks, or months of mechanical problems, car accidents, broken bones, job loss, divorce, and a cornucopia of other strange occurrences and misfortune. Some people end up with lost luggage. Others report being struck by lightning. One letter reads, Sorry I did not ask out loud to take your photo. Since then, since then, my husband's lost a diamond from his ring. I tore my rotator cuff and my daughter's wedding was cancelled. All happened before the return home. Please stop the curse. I am truly sorry. Life is hard enough. Though it's rare for a debt to be attributed to Robert the Doll, it has happened. A Key West ghost tour guide had the image of Robert the Doll tattooed on his arm and died shortly after it was completed. So be sure to say goodnight to everyone in the room when tucking your kids into bed tonight. What do you think of that? That was a scary one. Now. Okay, what, what, what about it was scary? Did you have a doll that haunted you? There's loads of dolls. I, I grew up in a house with other children and some of those children had dolls. <laughs> and not all of those dolls were not scary looking. And the weird ones, you know the ones, you know, this has gone back to the 80s where you had them dolls with the rolly eyes so when you rolled them back, their eyes closed. Let me scroll down here in my notes. <laughs> and I will introduce you to my doll, Belinda. Belinda had like a soft cushion body. And then her arms, legs and head were like that soft kind of rubbery, plasticky stuff. Mm. But she had eyes that when you lay her down, her eyes yeah. were closed. And then when you sat her up, her eyes would open. Um, but sometimes they weren't really in unison. And then sometimes they would just blink by themselves. Yeah. And when like you're a child, the light plays tricks on you. Your eyes plays tricks on you. And you're like... Stop. Do you remember those old curtains? The, they were like lace curtains that had like a pattern in them. Yeah. And your dad's house. No, we don't have any in my dad's house. We used to have them in my bedroom, and I swear to God, my mom and dad came thundering up the stairs one day because I screamed bloody murder. Whatever way they'd fold it over, because these were the curtains that you used to have on just a one piece of string, mm-hmm. and they'd be nearly pleated. But whatever way the netting curtain had folded over on itself, I swear to God, there was someone looking in the window at me. I screamed bloody murder. I'm sure both you're on the second floor oh stop my my mom and dad came up thinking that someone had jumped in the window and tried to kill me and I'm like no but the curtain looked at me they were like okay go back to bed I wasn't anybody's favourite child that night no no that was a similar (laughs) incident in my house growing up as well my brother woke up in the middle of the night screaming really yeah I think I was an early teen or something so I ran ran out of the room screaming (laughs) did you bring him with you what did you bring him with you no I was coward in the the, you know the top of my dad's stairs yeah it was just care there and my dad came running out and i'm screaming and i'm like <laughs> pointing into the bedroom and he ran in but there but he's so much younger than you there's like there's he's like a good few years between you two yeah yeah and dad ran in yeah. and then gary was just having a night terror screaming and then dad like calmed him down or whatever and then we all went back to bed well thank uh, god someone decided to be an adult and then it happened the next night <laughs> and i woke up and it was a real change of Ah, I forgot. And I just kind of grabbed him. I was like, shut up! It's a nightmare! And he kind of went, what? Who? Ha! Huh? I said, go back to sleep. And he went back to sleep. And he had no more terrors. Well, it's probably because he was too afraid to have mm-hmm. a night terror in case you came after him. Listen, this man, this man put cornflakes in my bed, among other things. 
those pranks. Okay, I think we should start a whole new podcast on things that you and your brother did because you you need to tell me so that I am prepared having two sons myself. Oh, they're gonna keep the living. No, each other. <laughs> they do that yeah. now. They're going to and they're going to just be living in close quarters to each other. Wreck their head. Like the sound of the other one's breathing is going to drive the other one insane. Chucky the doll. That's what came to mind. So I did actually take note on this. It was thought that originally the movie was based on Robert the Doll. But Don Mancini is the name of the script writer. He said that it was based on the idea uh, or the craze around Cabbage Patch Kids and the My Buddy Doll. And he has the uh, blue dungarees mm. and the stripy t-shirt, kind of like Chucky. But I'm, I think there's another movie that Robert the Doll is based on. I thought it would be something like that. So there's a, there's a doll in the museum. Yeah. In a glass case. In a glass case in Key West. Key West, yeah. And you can go up and visit him. Yep. But you have to be nice. Yes. Or he'll wreck your buzz. Yeah. Now, in fairness. Uh, like, I'm genuinely scared. Like, I'm not scared. I'm not, like, if you listen, Robert. Gene, <laughs> if you listen, I have the utmost respect for you. But it's like the four short things. I don't believe it. I don't really believe it. It's like me with but the I'm not, what, what harm is it to go to, hey, do you mind if we take a photo? No, I'm not saying that it's not true. I'm just saying I don't know how much truth is in it because some of the stuff that I read said that if you ask him and he says no, his head will slump to the side. Now, if you are a complete skeptic, you can walk out of the place going, no, I didn't see or feel a thing. But if you are very sensitive to being spooked by stuff like that, you're going to see stuff that's probably, maybe, possibly not there. However, one of the YouTube ghost hunters that I watch, Omar Gosh, he went into the museum to do a little show and tell about uh, Robert and a vintage cot just started randomly rocking. And then behind one of the pianos, there's this um metal horse shaped sign that start rattling against the wall. But there was no breeze. And then they heard the piano going off and they were like, what the hell is this? But when they went up and put their hand on the piano, the three different organs of three different pianos in the place, none of them were. Now, they didn't just say, oh, I just heard a piano. Even I was watching the video and I was like, I heard the piano. I heard it. That's scary. Yep. I don't like it. Did you know the way we said it wasn't Chucky? Yes. Uh, I just was Googling to see if there was any images, but I'm also afraid to look at the images. But there is a Robert Dahl movie. Okay. That is Robert Reborn, The Legend of Robert the Doll, The Curse of Robert, Robert, and it looks like a little Robert behind the door there, and The Time Maker. Do you want to know something? Absolutely none of those dolls look anything like Robert. Robert isn't your typical... Have you seen it in images of him? Yeah. I'm going to show you now. Bear in mind, Annabelle. Oh, is this Robert the Doll here? Yeah. I'm afraid... Isn't he? He's actually spookier because he's not a, a typically scary looking doll. The longer you look at the face, the more you realise his eyes are just black and beady. And his face is like so aged. There's a story going around that his hair is real human hair and he's going grey. But even the curator in the museum was like, his hair's not real. Stop it. But I found out the original Annabelle doll looks like an old school Raggedy Ann doll. She is nowhere near terrifying. So this is why we were saying last week in movies, when you're watching movies, you, you go with the anticipation of having that movie experience. If you went and you saw Robert the Doll, the movie you just showed me there, and then you go you and you visit. Again. Yeah, but then you go and you visit Robert the Doll in the museum. You'd be think, you, you would be silly enough to go, he's not that scary. And then you defend him. And then you'd have car trouble for the rest yeah, of Yeah, but that'd be like going to see a film on me, about me and, you know, Robert Downey Jr. plays him and then you go and meet me in real life and you'd be like, uh, no, you are the Ikea or the Aldi version of Robert Downey Jr. 
But you got the beard thing. I have going. a beard. That is as close to Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> I, I haven't even got the criminal record. I'm not even that interesting. So do you want to do your part of the... What do we call it? What did you call it? It's who, not my part, so I don't who, know. Who would, who would play... Who would play that? Um, <laughs> uh, two characters I need to fill the role of would be Jean yes. and the dog. Robert, okay. And Robert the dog could be played. It, could, it would just have to be another doll. It could be any. It could be one of them dolls that you lean back and the eyes close. My Belinda doll. Your Belinda okay, doll. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Or, or a Chucky doll or any like Batman's looking at me from the what we have. We have giant Lego people that are actually clocks. Um, I have Superman. Oh so no, I have Batman. You Batman's have Superman. There, but he's looking at me and he's like, uh, "I would like to partake." <laughs> so if I turn around and he has one of his hands he, open, I genuinely think he's actually moved his head slightly to look for him. He's because they have capes, so yeah. it does actually look like they're moving. Um, and then obviously Superman's inside. So any of them. So who's gonna but, play Jean? And again, we have we have the ability of time travel. Of course. So the young child will be played by a young Macaulay Culkin. Yes. Yeah, and then as he gets older, he will be played by an old Macaulay Culkin. Oh, that's that would actually work. CGI young Macaulay's face. Oh, I think they did a bit. Now maybe they didn't. I don't know. I'm not going to mention Stranger Things again. <laughs> In the space of three days, it, I haven't got a chance to watch it. It's too late. It's too late. I've said it. <laughs> One of the Spider-Man guys. They'd be pretty cool. Oh yeah. Uh, not not who's the most recent one. Tom Holland, not him. I don't know. Do you know not what him. though? Daniel Radcliffe did it. He went from Harry Potter and then did The Woman in Black. So you don't actually know how versatile an actor is until they go and do the role. Yeah. But I still can't see Tom Holland in a nineteen hundred era movie. Yeah, that's my that's my top picks. But we ha- we're left with an open gap, and we need to we need to put Kathy Bates in there somewhere. So who would Kathy Bates play? Oh my God, Kathy Bates could play his mom. Ooh. Because his mom and dad are in the story, obviously from the Kathy beginning. Kathy Bates, mother to Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, but see that, all about it. I don't know if I could I could see that playing out though because I had Johnny Depp picked for his dad, but that's only because he plays like if so you look at Kathy Bates and Johnny Depp. I can't. I can't that's they a, make a good couple. That's a very uncomfortable vision in my head. How do you? Oh, do you know what? That's a very typical nineteen hundreds wedding. Two people that you would never put together, because if you look at H H Holmes and any of the brides that he had, you're kind of like, listen, ladies, like was he funny? Did he have a lot of money? <laughs> like what? Because he's not attractive at all. Um, but I had originally picked uh, Marianne Cotillard. She was Leonardo DiCaprio's wife in Inception. Um, but I actually don't think she'd work now because now Kathy Bates would work better. And then an older Jean, because I didn't, I don't think I actually came up with someone for young Jean. I was thinking Hugh Jackman. Yeah. He just looked like a pained artist to me. He could pull that mm. off. Um, and then a young Michelle Pfeiffer because Anne is just annoyed the whole of her marriage so about, i think she could play the just angry wife what about a wild card okay go uh margot robbie oh my god yeah because she has played an angry wife in the wolf of wall street yes she is i just find her a humorous a humorous being a quick snippet of history i noted to myself the toy company that yeah. made robert the doll they invented the teddy bear in honor of theodore roosevelt that's oh. where the teddy bear came from. Completely useless fact. Not paranormal in any way, shape, or form. So Teddy just, is... Teddy Roosevelt is what the teddy bear is based on. I think. Unless I read it wrong. Yes, yes. That's interesting. <laughs> you don't have to pretend you're interested. But that is actually interesting. I also have two letters that are posted up in the museums written. So one of them is long. And then one of them is really short, but it's super cute. So I just wanted to read them out. This lady wrote, my story started with a visit to the Martello Museum. My husband and I were on our honeymoon in Key West and thought it would be fun to take a haunted tour. One of the stops was the Martello Museum. 
When we first saw Robert the doll, he just looked like a worn out doll and sat in an enclosed exhibit. My husband and I stood and looked at Robert for a few minutes. We both had a bit of a laugh about the doll. We agreed that Robert the doll did not appear so menacing. When we turned to leave, my husband asked Robert, Hey Robert, do you want to see our honeymoon suite? That night, we turned in pretty late. I was sound asleep and all of a sudden I was awoke by the sound of a person laughing in our room. I lay there awake for a while, thinking I must have been dreaming. Shortly, I got up to get a drink of water and returned to bed. I could not get back to sleep. Then I heard what sounded like footsteps running across the floor. I woke my husband and it was not long before we both heard the footsteps again. This time, the footsteps were accompanied by a shrill laugh. To make a long story short, we got little sleep that night. Were these noises made by Robert, the haunted doll? We can't prove it. But let's just say you couldn't convince my husband and me that the noises weren't made by Robert the doll. I think the doll is possessed and can definitely follow one home, says Max and Haley. And then the next one I think is just really sweet. I just went to the Robert the Doll Museum and I asked him if I could take a picture of him. And I said, please. And I said, thank you. The first picture turned black, just black. So I asked again and finally I got an awesome picture. I still feel like he's following me. I am a true believer of Robert the Doll coming to life. Love, destiny, aged 10. Child is haunted. <laughs> Do you know what it is though? When you're at that age, I think like your kid comes downstairs. You've finally gotten them to bed, right? Your kid comes downstairs. Mommy, 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 there's a monster under my bed. You can either shout at them and be like, oh my God, would you just go? The pizza's on its way. We're about to watch a movie. Just go to bed. Or you have monster be gone spray. Quick spritz around the room. Give it to the child and say, now, if you wake up, and you hear anything, you just give the room a quick spritz. You don't need to come and get me or daddy. You give the room a quick spritz and then everything will be okay. Because when you are 10, I don't care what anyone says. Monsters are real. They are real to a 10 year old. Pro tip, if your monster spray happens to be lavender, you kill two birds with one stone. Because lavender is a sleepy sleepy Oh my God, I never even thought of that. That's actually really smart. But somebody, how somebody has not capitalized on that market i do not know because i was watching a different tiktok Patent there pending. <laughs> i was watching a different tiktok or was it actually no it wasn't sorry it was when i was reading up about the screen the script writer and he was saying about the whole craze about the cabbage patch dolls and how marketing has such a big influence on what kids want yeah. because you go through this is why kids people don't like bringing their kids shopping with them if you go through the breakfast aisle you pick up the weedabix the rice krispies the cornflakes whatever you put it in the basket and you go, no, when you bring your kid, shop them with you. They want colours and flavours and all this stuff. And they want 27 boxes. They want boxes. the market. I want, I want Honey the Tiger. Exactly. Yeah. Which is why. I, I want the bee. The honey <laughs> not, I want the Honey Nut Loops. Wait, there's another TikTok I saw where it was like, Guy wins parenting uh, award of the year. When he picks up his little girl, he's walking through a shopping mall, gives her a cuddle and runs past the toy shop. And I'm like, do you know what? I think I would be inclined to do the same. No. Because well, kids walk into a toy shop. And they want everything that they've seen. And one on of them might come home with a Robert the doll. <laughs> You're really freaked out by the doll. No, I believe in stuff like this. Um, I had a, I had an imaginary friend, so I'm told. Did you have any favorite toy growing up? No, you're not allowed to bring up the one that your sister robbed. Don't talk, talk about me. the word. <laughs> uh, favorite toy? I don't really, don't think I really had one. I had a doll. It's like the only toy I can remember is Fox Mulder. Which was the toy my mom, it was an alien, yeah. got for Christmas. Because ah, I was into the X-Files and I called it Fox Mulder. But like, I wasn't like 10 or anything, I was 13 or 14, I'd say. It doesn't really count, I can't remember no, any toys I had. of course it counts, though, because until you're, 
I don't know, at a rational age yourself where you can kind of open up your own wardrobe and look under your own bed, mm. everything and anything can be scary. So while everybody else had Barbies or they had dolls, like I had Belinda, but while everybody else had their Barbie dolls um, or their baby borns, we had Polly Pockets over the space of a couple of years with about 27,546 Polly Pocket houses. But we would just sit there for hours and hours and hours. So we had like teeny tiny little imaginary evil people. I was going to say, what could they do? But they could crawl in your ear and swirl around your brain. Earwigs. Have we anything else to cover? I've, no, no, I'm very little note there because I was too enthralled in that. So we finish up there? Yes. Perfect. Okay. So as usual, our Instagram is where we do most of our posting. It is What's the Story Ghost. And our email, if you have any personal experiences that you would like to send in to us, is What's the Story Ghost at gmail.com. And on that note. Exit jingle. Did you forget your I did. Oh, No, I didn't forget the exit jingle. I'm still sitting there trying to think of something that's not going to be back in countdown. <laughs> the hills are alive. I'm so, just... yeah, okay, look, we should leave it there. Okay, bye. Bye.